0: Hello, I'm Mary Spicer, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Behind Fashion. In this unprecedented time, the fashion industry, like many industries, is in distress. Around the world, we have gathered together demanding racial and social justice, and no industry is exempt. The hard work must continue. I created this series so that we could support one another and discuss how to move forward in a thoughtful and collaborative manner. Over the next few weeks, I will introduce you to many people behind the scenes, from executive producers, directors, choreographers, to sound designers. With a virus that discourages the touching of clothing and the interaction of people, what does the future hold for the fashion industry and how are our roles changing? I look forward to collaborating and sharing our ideas and journeys as we move forward together in this new fashion world. Today, it is my great pleasure to introduce all of you to Tyler Hayden. Tyler Hayden was raised in Littleton, Colorado. After high school and at just 18 years old, Tyler was scouted by an LA management company um, as an actor and a model. Wanting to stay in the creative arena, Tyler felt this was a good option for him and decided to see where it took him. Tyler was in LA for three years. During that time, his interests did switch to music, composition, performance, and recording back in Denver, Colorado, focusing on music. Tyler has a 10-year strong DJ dance party called Guilty Pleasures. And Tyler, I didn't know if you knew I'd find that. <laughs> Is this the Guilty Pleasures that um, you spun at the Zeppelin Station on August 1st?
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, first actual like uh, live and in-person gig that we've had since COVID hit. Um, so it's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, how surreal. Uh,
1: we've been doing we've been doing some streaming, um, you know, to sort of keep up uh, some sort of uh, a fan base. Uh, so when is
0: your next gig? Is it going to be live streamed or
1: Uh probably, most likely, we'll see. Uh <laughs> it, I mean that that gig at Zeppelin Station was was nice. Uh you know, everybody yeah. had masks on, social distancing, it was all outside on the on the patio. Sort of like a makeshift oh. patio, but
0: Yeah, well, with with a name like Guilty Pleasures, we've all got to go to that. Um, You've also appeared in a short film that went around the film festivals um, called Ex Post Facto as the lead character, and you were the face for Mavi Jeans on ads that populated MTV. In Colorado, you started a band called The Laylights, Um, and I have a photo of you in The Laylights. (laughs) There you are
1: ages I lo- Was that
0: 2006?
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: <laughs> but my favorite picture, this is from, I think it's underground music
1: showcase <laughs> festival,
0: yeah. right? Yep. 2007. I just, I love that picture. I mean, that is music. That is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and for viewers that would like to see a couple of Tyler's music videos, um, I do have them on my YouTube channel, "The Sparrow" by the Laylights from 2006, is on there. It's under a playlist. Now after that, you joined a band called um, Astro Moveo. One of the members of that band created his own sound design company called Dynamite Laser Beam, And with your background and everything, you did go into um, Dynamite Laser Beam. Uh, you, you've written and recorded hundreds of songs for commercials and also for your own bands and your latest band is called The Royals, and on that very same uh, Facebook um, channel under the playlist, I have two of your videos as well, um, Creatures of the Night and Shapes. Those are the most current. In addition to co-writing songs and producing with other artists, you have a couple Hush Hush projects that you are refusing to share with me. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) And you've created original music for companies like Colorado Tourism, the COVID ad, Warner Brothers original music for WB Asia icons, bumper intros and outros, sound design for interactive digital movie campaigns, mnemonics for film production companies, gaming events like E3, MTV VMA Awards show, 3D Dome experiences, Pepsi Art Dome at the Voodoo Fest, AR mobile apps as well. And clients that you have created music or sound design for include Nike, EA, Coke Zero, Maybelline, New York, Victoria's Secret, Iron Man, Audi, and VH1. Tyler is presently working with Rocky Mountain Recorders and owner Chris McNaughton, where they've worked with musicians like Rihanna, Deborah Della Torre, The Blind Boys of Alabama, Snoop Dogg, and The Lumineers. Welcome, Tyler. It's such a joy to have you on.
1: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And I
0: know you have your mug because I dropped it off and I'd like to cheers to you as people learn. Cheers. Uh, Cheers about you being the number one sound guy in Colorado for fashion shows and events. And you have all these other side projects with EA and Nike and that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I have to share. (laughs) Now, before we start talking all things fashion, there is a pandemic. Um, how are you and your family doing?
1: We're, we're doing all right. We're hanging in there. I think just like everybody else, um, it's been an interesting uh, transition into this new sort of paradigm that we're living in. Yeah. But um, I, I think but, that I had it, um, pretty sure I had it back in February.
0: Okay. Uh, I have,
1: I have a, a buddy who got tested for antibodies and uh, he was basically sick uh, for a good two weeks, uh, got checked out by a couple of doctors. They had no idea, like, what was going on with him. Right,
0: uh, that was like right that. at the beginning. That was before anybody knew anything.
1: Yeah, exactly, so, so he got tested later, and he's like, hey, do you remember back in February when I was super sick, and then a week later, you got sick and were out for, like, a, a full week? And I was like, yeah. It's like, well, I got tested for COVID and for the antibodies and I had it back then. So, uh,
0: uh
1: pretty dang sure that I had it. Um yeah, yeah very interesting but stuff. Thank
0: goodness. Every everybody's fine. You and your buddy are fine. You just knew that you were sick and very lucky on that. This has been a very random um situation. You're not sure if you're going to be asymptomatic or have flu-like symptoms or start getting the um bigger pieces to that. So I, I am glad that everybody's yeah. fine.
1: Or, or also, like COVID toe, which I had.
0: That's right. You did. Yeah. So what COVID toe is, it's a coagulation of the blood, right? And sure. so it's like bruising.
1: Yeah. And it was on one toe randomly. I've never had anything like that before. So it was like, um, what is this? Looked it up and sure enough, COVID toe.
0: Wow. That's, yeah, that's scary. Yeah. So it very easily could have been something else what a random uh, virus this is. Yeah it's so bizarre. Oh, it is bizarre and I, I am glad that it wasn't any worse than that. Mm. Um, as mentioned in the bio you made a huge decision and went from LA and um, went to LA for acting and modeling at just 18. Why did you leave LA after three years?
1: Um. I mean, I had a great time, and it was a great experience. And going out there, I, I really just wanted to, you know, be creative and uh, and do art uh, to to some to some degree on some level. And, and acting for me was um, was that to me at the time. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I had a, I had a commercial and a theatrical agent. And a management team behind me, and I was going out on auditions pretty nonstop. Um, That and also trying to balance uh, making a living while you're trying to walk in the door and get a few yeses from a casting director or producer. Um, And after a while, I just got into music more than into acting. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I got my first. Um, da or a digital audio workstation or like audio software. Um, when I was like fifteen, even oh. before I moved out to LA. So so i had been I've been working with music and and kind of uh, dabbling in in music production. Uh, right. You know since I was fifteen. So so moving out there, uh, I just got further and further into music and that became more rewarding than sort of the. The rat race of of the um, film and television industry, and yeah. uh, and the gatekeepers that come with that. Like I, I really just wanted to to create my own stories, and right. not and not have to get a bunch of yeses from anybody else. So,
0: yeah,
1: just decided to, to to come back to Denver and and pursue you know music. Uh, well,
0: and also though, not only were you acting, but you modeled for Mavi Jeans, as I mentioned. Um, And a lot of those ads were on MTV, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was uh, was pretty funny. Um, Did not expect uh, to get something that was like, that ran pretty nonstop and having friends call me up and be like, oh, I saw you on TV like twice (laughs) today.
0: (laughs) But not only that, you did model also for um, American American crew now that's a hair product company but Mm -hmm. with these companies there is a lifestyle that needs to be given out it does include fashion and photo shoots and I have a photo of you here we go look at I love this photo shoot honestly and just the way that you're standing there how fantastic it just makes my eye even though he's in the forefront I immediately go over to this guy, this this guy's great.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually my buddy James, front and center there.
0: Oh, hi James, so sorry, (laughs) I looked right. (laughs) But that actually is true in art, and we could have somebody come on and talk about how things when they're off center, we tend to look over there. That's Um, true,
1: yep, that's true. But talking
0: about fashion, when you came back, you had music, you had modeled, um, and you started an event called Fashion Music in Denver.
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah, uh, my partner at the time uh, and I started that event, basically uh, combining um, what what we felt at the time as as very um, important elements that were that were not really being recognized by the art community at the time, maybe, which was mm-hmm. fashion and music. So. Uh, the event, the um, majority of the events were in, in the art district uh, off of Santa Fe here in Denver. Uh, and yeah. we, we basically would have bands or, or DJs um, and designers and uh, performance artists uh, basically all show up at the same place and so we would put on, on, on these, these kind of crazy uh, uh, multimedia sort of events.
0: So in Denver, you know, it's it's B 2 C. It's it's a direct to consumer sale um, that's happening with fashion events. Um, did you find that that gave you more room for creativity and artistic expression in the way that that fashion is presented? Do you feel freer to make that available?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. It- it was also on a level where we felt like there weren't a lot of rules, which was really nice. Yeah, um, it wasn't that strict? But also looking back at it, it's like it's like operating under that sort of I- ideology of like there there aren't rules. We can create and we can we can you know evoke what we want from the audience. um We had. Uh, this performance artist, uh, our friend Damaris, uh, at one point, basically like this uh, phone book sort of, or not phone book, phone booth sort of structure, like white okay. walls, three white walls, and then and then and then basically some plexiglass on the front. And 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 during one of the fashion shows, she basically crawls in there and starts uh, nailing uh, cow hearts to each. <laughs> each of the walls and and she's in a white dress. So that white dress uh, after a while starts turning red and is dyed red by this blood. Wow. (laughs) And at the end of it, she like dumps the rest of the, or the bucket of blood that's left over from the cow hearts on her (laughs) to to basically create a, you know, a a red dress out of a white dress. A lot of like conceptual um, performance art. Uh, There was another one where she, she basically created this she was a designer as, as well created this long dress that was that was interconnected between like eight or ten models mm-hmm. and as each model would step up uh on a certain step on a on a runway she would basically cut them out of this interconnected dress and so each individual model would have a different sort of look um and and then after, after everybody was cut out of their, their new dress or whatever, uh, you got to see how, how unique and individual each, each of them were, but they were just one to begin with. A lot of conceptual stuff like that. It was, uh, it was a fun time. Um, yeah. If you want I more examples of what that was like.
0: <laughs> well, and for me watch. it evokes a, a lot of feelings of the Japanese designers where they have, I have seen, actually at the Denver Art Museum, there was an exhibit that Florence Mueller did where the designer came out and there was a long um, strip of cloth and they actually cut the pieces out right there in front of the audience. It was part of the show. And then this made the creations, it would go in back and then the models would come out in the pieces. Um, It's truly amazing, but um thinking about it you know the music is integral to all of this can you talk to me a little bit about the the music impact on a fashion show the impact that it has like
1: sure well i, I mean if you think about it like this if fashion shows existed without music or sound like accompanied by music or sound I, you you could hear a pin drop in the room. <laughs> How weird would that be?
0: <laughs> right. right.
1: The mod the models need a, a tempo to walk to. Uh, mm. It gives it gives it life, you know. Uh, I, I'll also talk about the music dictates emotion and feeling, and. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're just selecting music that you like and you mm-hmm. kind of want it and you like to hear it and that's in your show, fine. But there is a step further that you can take it and it's about thinking of what, what do I want to evoke from an audience as far as getting them, them to feel something. And, 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 and when, when they leave that experience of your show, uh, like you want them to be talking about it. Right. So how much how much deeper can you dive into the direction of the music and sort of the music supervision of the show and the sound design and creating peaks and valleys and 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 really being as impactful as possible. I think I think that's the importance of it is is leaving people with a feeling that maybe they won't forget for the rest of their lives, you know. Right, right, um,
0: and it, it, it's it's a lifestyle, but also you're, you're, I mean, you're telling a story, you really have as a sound designer, your work cut out for you. Um, mm-hmm. Because you know when I think of like what you're talking about, I think of, I go to a concert and, and the musicians, if I wasn't buying the t-shirt on the way in, have about two to three hours to get me excited about their music and their band to buy the 30 to $50 t-shirt um, but we, in fashion, um, the sound designer, all of us have 12 to 14 minutes, start to finish, and our pieces are 500 to $5,000. Um, right. And today, a lot of people are voting with their money. So is the brand sustain about sustainability? Is it about social justice? Maybe just the brand itself and their general feeling is what I want to support. So I'm going to buy that clothing. And the sound that you as the sound designer have to bring must be on point with the brand and the messaging. So yeah. could you explain to me what your process is when you're working with a brand?
1: Well, I think innately, uh, if if a brand has done their branding right, they 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 already come with a, a certain amount of um, uh, qualities or expectations that maybe the consumer or the viewer or the uh, the buyers mm-hmm. kind of expect, right? So you kind of start there with uh, c- because because music is branding as well. Brands are attached to certain, you know, uh, genres of music or artists. Um, we know that, like Gucci and hip hop, right. right now. Um, but I think, as far as shows are concerned, and and you know, brands and designers put on these shows. Uh, it's really about a like I said before: how can we make this impactful? Right. you know, by the end of the show, I want people to walk away being wowed by it. Uh, So what music is going to create that? And is it on brand and uh, comes with the same messaging that that brand or designer wants to put out to the world for that show? I think, well, so let me put it this way. If, if
0: I, if you have to explain to me what this fashion show meant, what the messaging was, Mm-hmm. then we didn't do our, our job correctly, right? Oh, if so, have,
1: yeah, if you have to think about it, or, or you're searching for it, then we didn't do our job, no. It, right. and, it, and it should feel cohesive with, with what we're seeing too, as far as the pieces, you know, walking down the runway. Like, everything has to be cohesive in just one statement.
0: Right, and there's peaks and valleys, and it isn't just push the button and play some song. In my world, anyway, that just doesn't really cut it. Um, You have to you
1: have to curate it.
0: You have to curate it. It's a lot of work to look that natural. And I don't know if anybody else knows this. There are many studies out there that music changes how you taste things, how bright the colors are, um, and then your general feeling of warmth towards um, items or whether you're eating something or looking at something, it really does change that and sway our, our vision.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, cre- creating tension, yes. uh, creating just a, a lush atmosphere where it feels like just pillowy and you could just relax and like, you know, <laughs> just, it's like instant meditation um, or it's a, uh, Uh, bombastic, I guess, where it's, it's uh, intense or cacophonous and, you know, there are all kinds of different colors
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to to sort of play with. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a fun, fun part about it.
0: Well, when you, when you were in the band, the Laylights, you made the music video called Sparrow, Um, that impactful vision is so important do you think that your experience collaborating with the bands, as an actor, as a model, you're seeing it from behind, you're seeing it from in front? Do you think that that um, gives you more artistic overall vision for a fashion show where you can take it to that next level?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're only a product of our histories, and and I think uh, you know my training as an actor and also being on on the the model side of things. Uh, I, I mean, it, those experiences probably uh, have, I, I mean, have definitely gotten me to where I am now. And right. they, they help in, in making decisions uh, about, you know, what, what music we're going to be using in a show or, or, or what, what sound effects or what sound design we're gonna be using in a show. Uh, because, because yeah, I've been on a lot of sides of, of this for a while. Uh, so yeah, I mean, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Right now you're working at Rocky mountain recorders or not right now, but because we've been talking about your past, (laughs) what is happening, um, for you guys during the pandemic, are people still coming into the, to record at the studio?
1: yeah we've we've had to change the the, some technical considerations uh as far as recording and interacting with clients and having clients still be able to 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 chime in and direct during uh sessions so we're doing a lot more remote sessions which means whether it's over zoom or uh like google meet um Mm -hmm. or google hangouts or skype uh we are able to connect uh, talent, like say if talent is here, whether it's Mm -hmm. like uh, like a a voiceover um, talent can, they can be in the studio here. And then over those platforms like Skype or Zoom, we can connect client to talent, talent to client, uh, and basically have a virtual session. Uh,
0: So, So like you're talking to me right now, I could be listening to what's going on there and giving my feedback instead of having to be in the room with you.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, and, now- and,
1: and, and even putting talent on, on camera, on video. So, mm-hmm. and then having a screen in, our, in one of our live rooms uh, so the talent can actually see the client face-to-face. Oh. Uh, you know, over Zoom or, or something too some sort of Well project. that's
0: amazing and and that cuts down on people's travel time um, that's a little bit more sustainable so some well, things are are coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the interesting thing about it is is that a lot of these clients didn't know that we were capable of doing that and now that they know that we're capable of doing that <laughs> it, there's no reason <laughs> for them to come into the studio. Uh, yeah you know, COVID or not, they're like, oh, I can stay at home in my pajamas and uh, drink my coffee and just, you know, uh, say yes or no.
0: Right, right. Or even just not have to drive across the city. And you guys yeah. at Rocky Mountain Recorders, you do the majority of audio post-production work for the state of Colorado. Can you explain that to me? <laughs>
1: well, we, we work with uh, some advertising clients that handle a lot of uh, Colorado's um, media and marketing. So whether it's right. uh, Great Outdoors Colorado or Colorado Tourism, uh, they, get, they get all of that work. I mean, of, of, of course the state isn't going to outsource to some ad agency that's outside of the state. So, and we're, we're, we are pretty much the go-to uh, studio, Mm-hmm. For for audio post production, uh, so we get that work um, from from those clients. Uh, so, Colorado tourism. We've we've done a lot of like Colorado lottery. Um, it was, can
0: you give me an example like Colorado tourism? What what would you do for Colorado tourism?
1: Um, well, the most recent thing is um, created. Uh, an original piece of music, uh, the is is basically it's not, it's not really a jingle, uh-huh. but it's an it's an inf- inf- informative song to let people uh, who are coming to visit Colorado to let them know uh, n- what we want them to do as far as um, making sure that if you visit Colorado, you're you're keeping us safe by doing these things, by wearing a mask by social distancing, Um, I I can actually play it for you. I was
0: going to say, do you have that sound bite? Um,
1: (laughs) Give me one second, I'll pull it up.
0: Cool. I just have trouble imagining,
1: yeah, I what mean, I mean it's, it's
0: different to, to yeah. explain it than to cure it, but all right.
1: No, please <laughs> here. When visiting us in Colorado, here's a few things you should know. Five steps will help protect us all, no matter where you go. Space! How about a ski between you and me? Keep one in your pocket in case you need to rock it. Wash your hands and be careful what you touch. Stay! Feeling sick? Stay home. Protect others. Thanks a bunch. No. Follow the guidelines wherever you go. Stay up to date and in the know. These five steps are just a start to help us all do our part. Thanks for listening to our tips. We hope you all enjoy your trips.
0: Wow, <laughs> where it so that's played on the tourism site.
1: It, yeah, it is. Yeah, there's there's a whole animated video. Uh, oh, with yeah. So uh,
0: did did you sing that song?
1: No, that's that's my buddy Micah. Uh, oh. So he 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 has also been the voice uh, or, or like the the lead vocalist on another song, and they basically created this like moose character. Uh, that's like singing these so if you if you <laughs> go on the on the Colorado tourism website you'll you'll see those videos uh, and, and hear that song and it's, and it's great to watch too to just see the animation uh, accompanied with with the music It's pretty entertaining
0: yeah, and so there know, are companies that still need to produce especially and or during covid um uh especially during it you know but there's also designers and i'm I'm sure musicians that have content. They need to come out with it. The designers have clothing, um, but there's no live shows. So without live performances, um, we do have to get that visual content out to our audiences to showcase the new collections, um, or if you're a musician, new songs. Are you able to create that content for designers?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, i've done it before it's not like it's not like the the whole world has changed and you know that kind of production didn't exist before but uh, I, I think that we're going to see a lot a lot more of it uh which is going to be interesting how how do designers you know showcase their their sort of like new new campaigns or, or new releases mm-hmm. or like you, you know um how do they stay public yeah. and 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 forward facing that way It's gonna be interesting to see, Uh, but I've worked on on, uh, videos like this before, Uh, Maybelline New York, um, which I could actually play for you. It's a campaign called No Maybes. Um, So
0: anybody listening um, on the podcast, if you'd like to see the Maybelline video No Maybes, I will also have that on my um, Facebook channel, YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, you can definitely look it up too on YouTube. Uh, yeah, let me let me uh, let me play it for you. But I think I think we're gonna we're gonna end up seeing a lot a lot more content like this. I, yes. I think we're, you know um, you sent me a couple of, of examples of, of kind of uh, this sort of new new paradigm of of fashion shows. What yes. was what was the, what was the piece that was on the um, on the subway?
0: Ooh, on the su- Moschino.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that
0: was on the subway. That is fantastic. So they had one where it's just the two or three photographers getting those stills, then you're also getting video. And then it was just a few people. It was before the start of COVID. So it was right. already going that way, knowing that we need to provide this content and a way to embargo what you are putting out as far as advertising. Yeah. Um and it, it's just a more sustainable model.
1: Yeah. Well, so I guess, I guess so. Before I, before I show this this video, I guess um, so. The music that accompanies this particular uh, campaign or, or this spot, as we call them, mm-hmm. ads, um, it was you know thought about and curated specifically for this ad, and we're you know we're trying to create like a um, a great uplifting and empowerful, Vibe from the music mm-hmm. a- along with we wanted to incorporate uh, some bucket drums so you felt like you were on the street like in the streets of New York or Manhattan somewhere, uh, yeah. maybe just right outside of a subway where someone's busking with some some buckets and drumming so you 'll hear that in this piece too so it 's like those little things that you have to think about how do we how do we make it really uh, feel a part of, of, of of the the visuals and, and where you are in that place in time uh along with like what what are the right background ambiences to put in you know some some taxis honking in the background or whatever to really like get you get you in in that scene and that visual and really connect everything so i don't know uh i'll,
0: I'll play this for you We've all come face to face with doubt. Eye to eye with uncertainty. One on one against ourselves. But today, there's no time for maybes. So let's put our best face forward. Let's be bold, cover up nothing, and show off everything. Act like no one ever said we can't so- we won't apologize for being more. We'll be beautiful. We won't do it for them or that job or their expectations. We do it for this and this. We'll make it happen. There's no regrets, no apologies. And definitely. No maybe. Wow, that is a great example.
1: How, how, how is the sound on that? It kind of sounds horrible.
0: Weird. I'm on Zoom from my yeah. house. <laughs> but it will be on my YouTube channel and you can hear it as yeah. viewers and listeners, um, you know, from there properly. But it gives me the idea of of that messaging. It's beautiful. The music is supporting it. Um, and unless you're Victor and Rolf, you're not gonna do a voiceover. And I don't know if anybody knows what I'm referring to, but Paris Fashion Week Couture um, um, had Victor and Rolf and they did a very cheeky overlay, almost like it was the fifties. And here's Jennifer in a very wide dress that makes sure that people will stay six feet away. Um, so, and that is also on the channel. Um, so Tyler, you collaborate with everyone involved to make sure the message is clear and on brand. Where did you find the music for that Maybelline ad? Uh,
1: that, that was custom music um, that I worked on. You, uh,
0: you worked on that? You made that?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This is why I love you. This is why <laughs> for fashion, you know, we talk about things and, and um, you know, when it's a sound designer for Fashion Week, for fashion in Colorado, you're the guy to go to. You know, it's just, it's so important. You know, Florence Mueller that I had on here, she's the fashion curator with the Denver Art Museum, um, the Metropolitan Museum of Art with the costuming department, um, then the Met Gala. This is all a celebration of art, fashion as art, music is supporting it, fashion, music, and art all living together very comfortably. Yes. It, it's just so, so very important. And um, it is starting to move more into a film, but we've got to keep it fashion. So, you know, that's important to have that vision, that it is still fashion. We are still talking about the clothing.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, I think along along with, with yes, it is fashion. It's also like very much about lifestyle and cultural uh mm-hmm you know that that's what sells fashion too is is also having a sense of of you know there's a culture or a lifestyle that that is associated with a certain brand or designer and i think it's you know that that's also part of what i have to think about uh for my job is how can i support all of those encompassing things with you know on the music side or the sound side of 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 things um I have, I have, there's a, like an art film that I would love to share with you, um, might take me a second to, uh, to set it up. Uh, okay. Maybe another example. We'll <laughs> see, we'll see how the audio is on, on, on zoom, but give me, give me just one second. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully we don't have too much dead air, dead air here, but, uh,
0: so those listening you heard good music um you want to see the rest um tyler is there a way i can get that onto my youtube channel
1: yeah absolutely uh yeah so that that was shot by my buddy tony fafala um he's a a photographer videographer uh just creates art um
0: that's that's exactly what we're talking about when you're looking at um, Paris Fashion Week, whether it's Couture um, Resort, London Fashion Week, all of these designers are coming up with creative ways. And, and you do have the ability to have a little bit more of an artistic video. And then we kind of go in for shots of the clothing and things like that. I'll be working in New York soon um, for New York Fashion Week on that. And um, so I I think that's incredible. That does show um, what is available to people to be able to do.
1: Yeah. And my, and my 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 part of it is you know making sure that the music connects with with the visuals uh, oh,
0: yeah that 's a small part huh
1: <laughs> it's a small part
0: <laughs> well i mean
1: it, it 's just like I said before, just imagine a show without music or sound design, like how dull it would be. imagine that piece that I just showed without without the music or you know i 'm not trying to like
0: uh, or, or with the wrong music with oh, the yeah. wrong music if' it's, if it 's um... I can't even imagine what the wrong because it was such perfect music for that. But when you have the wrong music, you kind of know it's just not really connecting with the viewer.
1: It's it's so yeah. it's so it's such an afterthought for a lot of uh, you know producers and directors. Mm. Uh, you know they just throw it's us a missed
0: the- opportunity. Anybody that yeah. loves Quentin Tarantino knows it's important. The music is important. It's setting the mood. It's telling you what's happening. Um, it's on branding, if you will. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, to say it's important is almost an understatement. It really is a very large part of it. Um, so well, I, thank you yeah, so much for showing us all of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to, we're going to see more and more content like that as, as, as oh, we have to, as, yeah. as the industry moves forward, because you know, how, how else will they do it? <laughs> you know, oh, well,
0: with budgets and with social distancing, you know, it is going to be a while. Um, And I think this is really this is where it was going. Anyway, the pandemic has just pushed it to the forefront much faster. Um, We all know that it can't replace a live show. And while you do do the music for live shows. This also is great supplementary as well. And I think it's going to be both of those at the end. It's going to be the joining of everything. Now, how has Rocky Mountain Recorders adapted to respond to this pandemic. How are you guys doing over there.
1: Uh, you know, we're doing all right. Business died down uh, for a bit, but, you know, every industry had had quite the lull, uh, you know, yeah. in the few first few months after, you know, COVID kind of hit here, uh, but we're picking back up uh, because, you know, brands are having to change their messaging, mm-hmm. which, you know, re- regarding the, the pandemic. Uh, so we're getting some work from that uh musicians are still making music we're still here you know working working with them uh, and you know we'll stay afloat we will su- we'll survive we're 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 like a, co- a cockroach in the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Tyler, I, I look forward to working with you again very soon. And, and it yep. may be in um, more of a fashion um, film sort of uh, light there. And I know that you guys are the number one sound company to work with um, for the fashion industry in Colorado. And I truly appreciate you taking the time to speak with us on the show today.
1: Well, thanks. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I ho- hope to work with you uh, <laughs> sooner than later.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you. thank you all for attending this week's behind fashion series with guest Tyler Hayden. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. They're both Rocky MTN recorders. The website is Excuse me, com. Next Wednesday, I will go behind fashion with Liberian born fashion designer Kato Momalu. Kato collaborated with Women Grow in the fall of 2019, an organization focused on female leadership in the cannabis industry, creating the Kato Momolu for Women Grow line presented at New York Fashion Week for spring, summer 20. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Behind Fashion with Mary Spicer. If you prefer podcasts, Behind Fashion is on Google, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitch. See you all Wednesday, August 19th, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, noon on the East Coast, 9 a.m. on the West Coast, in 5 p.m. British summertime. All the best to you and yours.